You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. Today on the ZABEcast, Scotty Scheffler laps the field at Augusta, but Tiger steals the show with four rounds and a swing that looks pretty, pretty good. We'll talk to John Rodas about the Scheffler upside and more from Augusta. Andy Poland, part two of a double shot of guests, We'll talk about the tragic death of Dwayne Haskins and the blue check backlash. Your 40-minute dose of Pure B is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Oh, here we go! And now, with my best Jim Nance impression, time to go to our first of two guests today on the Zapecast. John Ronis joins us now from the Capital Golf Gang. How did that do for a Nance-like impression? I, I think I want that to be my walk-up music for now on. <laughs> you want that, huh? Yeah, I don't exactly. want to get. I don't want to jump the lead here. So much to dig into on the Masters, but uh, I thought Nance was outstanding. And I think that's the only guy on the broadcast who did anything well. I thought Faldo was a zilch. 
Poor Dottie Pepper, wake up. It's a nine iron layup on 15. No, he roped a four iron onto the green. Lots of other mistakes by CBS. Some good production value, but Nance was outstanding. I I just think Nance is so good. And so in his element. But I I do say that Faldo made a couple uh, poignant comments in the corner there with um, uh, Cam Smith. He, you know, he dunked it in the water and then he basically called a Tony Romo call there of that he was going to jack it over the green from the uh, drop it when he won. He didn't go to the drop area, but from his drop shot, right. which he did. So, right. you know, the juices are flowing. Here's a chance it could go over. And he did. So, you know what, Faldo, I do like Faldo. I you're still, like a, fa- so you're still I, a Faldo guy. Still a Faldo I, I still, guy. I was never a Faldo guy, oh, but, but now you are. I do like him. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That said, Scotty Scheffler wins the Masters in only his third attempt. He has now won four times in the last six events. He is the fastest to rocket to number one in the world. And when you and I and Ron Thomas and John Gould talked last week on the Capital Golf Gang, which I know everybody downloaded, on this, the Zabecast platform, Red Circle, search for it on Apple Podcasts, the Capital Golf Gang, all of you guys said, you didn't think he was the truth, as I called it. You didn't think he was next level special. You merely thought that he was hot as a comet right now. Care to revisit that assessment? I do. And I will, I will, I will actually, I will double down on that. He oh. is hot. He is hot. So wait, you're going to revisit, but not revise. You're going to revisit to put more money down. On yes. him just being the hottest player on the planet, but this too shall pass. Correct. And you know what? Tiger, in his third round interview, made some great points about Scheffler. He said he talked about Woosnam coming in as number one. He talked about couples coming in as number one and winning it. He was number one. And he said, in your career, you hope that you get a few stretches of being hot. And when you get hot, you just hope that those majors are in the way. And so I thought that was very interesting because – it's the truth. You know, you, you got to get hot and you, you hope that you get hot sometime in your career. And if a major gets in the way, you get a major. So, no, but I mean, this really, guy, Zay, obviously okay. he's really good. But okay. All right. we so, were on the show, the Capital Golf Gang, mm-hmm. comparing him to Tiger. Well, that's a look, that's the bar. Nobody's going to reach the bar, but somebody's yeah. got to get closer to the bar than all the other guys who have tickled it. Rory, uh-huh. my guy who finished with an electrifying finish. We'll talk about that in a second. So good. Tickled the bar. Brooks Kepka seemed like a thing for a while. There have been others who have. Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth is another one you thought yeah. maybe this guy is the truth. But here's the thing about Scheffler. Two things that absolutely have revised my thinking on him. And we're not going to. Well, well, I'll let you as a golf instructor talk about the weird foot slide thing. But. Yeah. Let me put that aside for a second. His short game is a goddamn cheat code. It's so good. It was unbelievable today. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't don't do that. Don't you blaspheme in the house of Scheffler. It was good today. It was good all week. It's good because it's good, Ronis. He is a guy that knows how to get the ball in the damn hole, except for on the 72nd hole when he's got a tiddler for par and he three-putts it. And, you know, very interesting, too, because he's a high ball hitter and he's a high spin guy, right? He's he's, I'm not going to say he's a one-trick pony because he obviously isn't, but the shots and the imagination of keeping the ball 
on the ground yes. on some of those chip shots was incredible. The tiddlers, incredible. the trundlers, the floppers, the the stop and zips. He had it all. I said to one of the guys I was watching with Saturday, I go, this is the kind of guy, if you're playing somebody like this in match play, you start cussing halfway through going, this fucking guy never misses. What's totally. with this guy? Hit one bad him. shot just for God's sakes. So that's number one. Short game is a cheat code. Second yep. thing is, I was unaware of his audacious high school junior record oh. in the state of Texas, winning oh. 90 of 163-odd events he entered. So good, they had to bump him up a level. This is Texas, yeah. Ronas. He's not yeah. winning 90 out of 160 in the state of Maine, for God's sakes. Right. right. No, he, yeah, he, his junior record is unbelievable. I mean, when I heard 90... I was unaware myself. Okay. 90 wins. I mean, it's just ludicrous. And I don't think they were like four-year-old U.S. kids wins. I think they were legit, most of them. Junior, I yeah. Mean, Big time. The highest level crazy. circuit he could play. Yeah. Winner. He's a, I mean, yeah. now, let's talk about the swing. Let's talk about the foot thing. It's one of the weirdest things I think I've seen from a guy who has won a major. Most of these guys these days on tour have carbon copy, picture perfect, position by position type swings. He yeah. does not clears out the back foot, and he does a lot of hand manipulation on shots. Yeah, his his swing is, is Monty-ish. Um, it's on the more upright plane, and so when you do that, you finish a little bit higher. Um, but sometimes and, and, he finishes whipping it around to try to move well, it. Well, he's got to try to hook those. He's a, he's a natural right. kind of fade guy. Sure. But, you know, most of the kids these days, they learn how to hit the ball really hard. And when you do that, when you're young, you're basically on your toes and your feet are all over the place. So God bless his coach for not sitting there and saying, oh, we're really going to keep this foot down. Right, I mean, we let gotta, kids play. We, well, we got to we gotta shore that up right there. We got to fix that. Yeah, who who is his coach? Do you know? I don't know. But every golf lesson, he should have just said, how many do you want me to tee up? Great lesson. See you later. <laughs> because there's nothing to be said. And that's how... You know, we have to treat these kids, these adults. And, and really, if you take a look at uh, the Spieths and Jason Day and those guys of the world who messed with their swings and then Rory tried to search for distance, they got messed up because someone thought that they could do better for them instead of just letting them play out their rung. Yeah. And I hope that Scheffler, and I think he will, I think he'll just play out his string here and he'll go. And His, his coach is Randy Smith. And Randy okay. Smith is uh, one of the all-time leading PGA of America national award winners with 18 yes. national awards. Just yes. two more than John Ronas yes. of the Ronas Academy yes. at River Creek. And now yeah. general manager and head bottle washer at River just, Creek. Just 17 more than me because okay. of you. Uh, thank you very much for that. <laughs> so, okay. So what do we got on our hands? This happens every year. At Augusta, if there's somebody that pops and you're like, wow, this guy looks really, really good. What's the deal? What's the story? What's the upside? Give me the the shape of Scheffler's career in terms of majors and which well, ones, which will be the hardest for him to capture. Well, I think the the Open Championship will be the hardest because I, um, I say the conditions, okay. but, you know, the conditions at Augusta this week were, were terribly hard. Yeah. So um, I would say that'll be the toughest for him. Um but you know what? He, there's another thing. He's married already. You know, yes. he'll probably have some kids. Very some grounded, point, uh, yeah. very faith-based. Ted Scott yeah. is caddy. Used to work yeah. with uh, Bubba Watson and would lead yeah. prayer groups on tour. Humble, yeah. 
a big family guy, you know, like that's a yeah. big plus. He's they're like, yeah. he hasn't changed after all this. And I'm like, why the fuck would he change? He's a right. regular dude. There's no reason to. So, I mean, he's got some of those things, those life uh, moments out of the way that occupy time. And, you know, you know, my formula, you know, ability minus Ronas, distractions yes. equals performance. Sorry, I stepped so, on it. I stepped on it. The Ronas okay. formula is ability minus distractions equals performance. I like that. So he has he has limited his distractions uh, by having some of these moments out of the way. Again, he'll have some kids and that will take the time. But I think he's got a few years here that he could do some serious damage. He's extremely talented. He's got a game that translates to all golf courses. So, um, yeah, I mean, I could see him getting to, to three or four. But after four, you're in a different different level completely four majors is is incredible and you don't think he is there because why you got to give me a reason why honestly i honestly think because only only nothing to do with him the competition out there is so diverse and so good these days i just think it's hard to dominate and because the game humbles everybody just about the only game the only the only one that the game in the in our lifetimes the game did not humble was tiger Tiger humbled himself yep. with his off the course stuff, but the game never got Tiger down and stomped him. Look at some yep. of the recent flavors du jour and the humbling that goes on. Someone said, "Where's Ricky Fowler?" I go, "Oh, he's not oh, here. God. He's, he's off the map right on now." Somebody yeah. said, "Where's Jason Day?" And I go, "Oh, he's not here. I don't know he's where off. he is. He won four he's times off. in a major in uh, in one year." Uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Do you know that DeChambeau is like, ever since he said when he was hot, you know, Augusta's like a par 67 for me because I hit the ball so far. He's like 119 over what he says par is. He's like 23 over actual par at Augusta. But yeah, it humbles guys. You don't mess with the golf gods on that one. But, you know, I, I I do think that Tiger sacrificed everything for that ability to uh, not be humbled. Um, I don't know if anyone's willing to do that. Yeah, I guess I guess not. I now, mean, let's talk about Tiger's week. Yeah. Are you A, impressed, B, gobsmacked, or C, ready to be sucked up into the heavens like it's the rapture by the fact he was able to finish four rounds play credibly before he got worn down on Saturday and Sunday. I'm impressed. Just impressed. Middle of the road. However, though, Zabe, I think at one point during the round today, the image of Willie Mays came into my mind. Oh, no. Right? Because For those that don't know you kids out there listening, Willie Mays was a very fine ball player back in the day. Hall of Famer, as a matter of fact. He was the so-called say-hey kid for the San Francisco Giants. However, Willie Mays played well beyond his expiration date, and at the end of his career, he was stumbling around in the outfield. He could barely play. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and so at one point, I had that image in my mind of Tiger limping around, struggling to make pars. Um, it was great what we saw at the beginning. Now, do I hope of what he said that the leg is just getting stronger and it will continue to get stronger uh, is true and he will compete again? I actually think he could win another Masters. Wow. Well, but yeah, a Masters. I'm just not sure. A Masters for sure. It's the shortest field. It's the one that yeah. he knows the most about the course and everything else. Let me hear, let me play this uh, Nance uh, Grace note 
on Tiger as he finished with a par on 18. I think it was a par. I think this was more than a pursuit of a green jacket this week. Yeah. This was uh, something really internal. Well, Tiger wanted to get to Mount Everest, but he definitely got to uh, base camp. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. Okay, so there you go. Now, having heard that, Amanda Balionis, now Amanda Renner, because she got married, mazel oh, mazel, good things. Good for her, yeah. She had one of the more curious post-round interviews because she missed a telltale sign from Tiger about the one question, Ronis, the only question any of us have about Tiger, which is, wow, dude, you actually look pretty good. You got a uh, you got 170 mile an hour ball speed on a 46 year old man with five knee surgeries, a fused back, and rods in your right leg. I think yeah. maybe your career is back on. The question to be asked was, will you play again? Listen to this from Balionis. She missed a big cue from Tiger because she was thinking about her next question. Here it is. Ago, there were questions if you were even even going to survive that car accident. Now you just completed your 24th Masters. Can you explain the gratitude, how it felt to walk up 18 on Sunday at a place where I think there were con- questions if you'd even return here again? Well, I had the same questions. <laughs> so uh, it was it was an unbelievable feeling uh, just to have the, the, the patrons and the support out there. Um, I've, I wasn't exactly playing my best out there, um, but just to have the support out there and uh, this appreciation from from all the fans. And, um, I don't think words can really describe you know, describe that, um, given where I was um, a little over a year ago and what my prospects were at that time um, to end up here and be able to play, you know, all four rounds. Um, even even a month ago, I didn't know if I if I could pull this off. So, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I think it was a positive, and uh, you know, I've I've got some work to do, and oh. um, looking forward to it. Oh. This week was a win oh. just to see you here. Yeah. But can you- there was, there was, yeah. there was, yeah. and she you missed. You got some work to do. So, will we see you right. at the PGA Championship? Work to do. What yeah. kind of work can you get better? And when do you think we will see you next out here, Tiger? Yeah. She did not ask the question. I I think he's going to play four majors. Okay. Now, here's what's interesting. You know who did get it? Minutes later, working for Sky TV. That would be none other than Kara Robinson, also of the Golf Channel. Did you know that? No, I did not. Okay. Here is her interview just uh, afterwards. And here we go. I, I won't be playing a full schedule ever again. And so um, it'll be just the big events. I don't know if I will it'll play Southern Hills or not, um, but I am looking forward to St. Andrews. And so that, that is, nice. you know, something that is near and dear to my heart. And I've won two opens there. It's a home of golf and it's my favorite golf course in the world. So um, I will be there for that one. Um, but anything in, in between that, I don't know. I, I will try, and there's no doubt. Like I, this week, I will try and, and get ready for Southern Hills, and we'll see what this body was able to do. Wow. Yep. Yep. Wow. And it's, and we know that St. Andrews on. is an easy walk. Yes, it's back right? on again. But that mindset is, I love St. Andrews. I'm going there to win. Of course. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. This, is, this isn't like some sort of uh, curtain call here. He's, 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 he's going to win. He wants to win 
another major. He wants to break a record of the oldest major winner, whatever it is. You know, we done like Mickelson with that. He's going to keep charging. He really is. Now, whether he can or not is another story, and whether the field has lapped him now yeah. at an age situation. But, man, it's great to see. I mean, the sport is in a great place right now. Yeah, unless Tiger can't really play much anymore. The, the withdrawal from okay. Tiger. I mean, look, the media fanboyism and fangirlism was just, it was almost impossible to take. And I'm not anti-Tiger. I'm anti-Tiger media fawning, which yes. is ridiculous. But there's going to be a withdrawal. There's going to be there's going to be withdrawal symptoms from the post-Tiger era like you can't believe because there will never be another guy quite as dynamic as him. But we may not be done with it just yet. Here's the larger point about Tiger. The smile on his face as he strode off the 18th green over to the scorer's tent was unlike anything I've ever seen. It was deep satisfaction, gratitude, and yes, joy. It looked a lot like 2019. It did only, I think, even deeper. And he has finally fully arrived at being an adult human being that yeah. gets life. This is the best version of Tiger, the person we've had. And he was there with his kids yeah. and with his girlfriend, not wife yet. Maybe they'll never get married, but, you know, she's the manager at his restaurant. They've been together now for yeah. several years and seem very happy together. Um, and he showed it a 6.0. Yes. Uh, like, exactly. Yeah. It probably you know I mean? is on 6.0. The fact that he and Rom just had the best time out there on Sunday talking. They were talking about how I've never seen Tiger talk so much this on a golf course. And this was after Rom kind of gave him shit early in the <laughs> week right. going, hey, you know, he gives uh, JT, his buddy, all these tips. He doesn't give me any right. tips. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, like he is finally he said fully that. appreciative. And I'll never forget, Ronas, after the scandal, after the car crash with his wife, Elon, and the scandal, and he came back, and he was trying to win so hard, and he came kind of close, and he was such a bitter dick to guys yeah. like Bill McAtee after the round. He was so focused on, I'm going to stick it to these people because I'm not wrong. They're wrong for saying that I'm wrong. And it was such a bad look for him. He's yeah. finally home. It, it, He's finally home. I, Good I for agree him. with you, but I also think there was a bit of the selfish tiger who finished and walked off that 18 and said, I'm back. I oh. think he really believes that I'm back. I just finished four rounds. Sure. At Augusta, the hardest course to walk. I just finished four rounds. I'm back. I think I got something to work for, and I'm going to win again. I, I think that was part of the satisfaction as well. I don't know why his recovery is going to stop at this point right now. It's not. It's not. I mean, huh. there could be good days and bad days, but let's face it. That is a – it's a surgically repaired fake leg at this point, and it's not going to get a whole lot worse. But luckily, it's his right leg because yeah. if it was his left leg, he'd be dunsky. Because yep, the left no leg chance. takes Range too much weight, too yep. much torque, everything else. That yep. that you can almost play on a peg leg if you had really good balance. Hell, Scotty yes. Scheffler kicks his leg out of the way like it's a stool. Don't need it. Yes. <laughs> All right. And then the last thing to talk about, my guy Rory. Bless <sighs> his heart. What a scorching final round. And what a finish. Here it was on 18. Thanks a lot, Faldo, for ruining yes. it. Just saw what he Rory did ruin did. it, yes. Bunker to bunker. This is impossible. Anything's possible.
the roar was so loud that bled through on TV that yeah. the microphones down on the lowest part of the course, 13, pick, picked up this roar that was sharper and more intense than I had ever really recalled. And I said, what the fuck was that? And cardinal sin on Faldo's Yes. Say, I, mean, I don't want to ruin you it. you got to be but kidding me. Boy, I'm shaking right now. Something yeah, happened. Yeah, because we knew. We knew what happened. I, I know. Now, I would have known something happened anyway. Right. My, my main complaint, and I believe it's Lance Barrow who's still doing the directing for CBS on this event. They, they hone in on the leaders, which is appropriate to an extent. But they will show guys stalking around putts, which is what they were doing on 13 yeah. when Rory, who had the low round of the day, was in the bunker on 18. Why can't yeah. you cut up to that live? Right. Or fake it. Well, you if can't didn't fake say it. anything, they could have faked it. They could have, but my, the larger point is the way Barrow and CBS do it, they don't trust us, the viewer, to handle more golf shots cut in. They like yeah. this sort of cinematic narrative of, here are the leaders. They're looking at this putt. This putt could be important. Oh, Jim Nance, talk to us about this putt. Faldo, what is this putt going to do? And it's a lot of wasted time. The way the BBC and the way other outlets cover golf is a lot different than American channels, and especially CBS. Oh, it's just shot, 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 shot. There's so, not a whole lot of talk in right, between. Right. And the talk is, is gibberish, actually. So then, there the was, so then there was Morikawa. Morikawa yeah. did out of that same bunker. They've been matching each other much of the day. Oh, again! Look at that. That is just awesome. They matched Eagles at 13. Shot for shot. Both in tight. <laughs> I mean, if you were around that green for those two oh. holeouts, you oh. experienced something, nothing short of magic. Especially yeah, with the too. weather so and different. the low sun. <laughs> it was literally, I was sitting with my wife on the couch at the end, and they were, you know, kind of showing the course empty at the end when they were playing the music. And I said, that is heaven on earth right there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I said, we're going to go to the Masters. We're going to go one of these years. <laughs> you keep <And> saying that. <laughs> I know. And she said the same exact thing to me. She goes, keep saying it. Keep saying and it. I said, we don't even need to see players. You just need to look at this piece of property. It is literally heaven on earth. And what was so resonant for a lot of people, my wife texted me saying, hey, we were watching the Masters at you know my mom's house. And that was really cool, wasn't it? And they were really happy for each other. And I said, of course they were. So yeah. that's that's golf, man. Yeah. That is it's the game of a lifetime. It's the greatest relationship game that you can play this game and you should try it. That's not for everybody, but you should try playing it because you can suck, shoot a hundred and whatever, but you will have moments of magic and you will have friendships and you will celebrate with other people on the course. And that's and what the game two- is about. Absolutely. And those two understand how hard the game is. Yes, because they've both risen and been humbled. Morikawa's yeah. been on a milk carton lately. 
Guy, unbelievable. Guy putts with a claw putting grip. I'm like, you're too yeah. young and too good to do that. What are you doing, Morikawa? Yeah, I love him, by the way. Step. I think I think Rory and Morikawa are my two favorite guys. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, I just Rory is my favorite human <sighs> being on the planet right now in sports. I mean, there's just he's really good. He's you know what though? Just the best. You know what he said? Because they asked him before this Masters, they said, you know, you come close, you have a lot of top tens, but you know, it's still eluding you for the career grand grand slam. You're 31. How do you feel? Rory said, time is on my side what a great perspective from that irish lad he said look you know what i'm not saying it's gonna happen automatically life is funny like that but i feel like time is on my side good good love it love it all right anything else to add about the masters just off the top of your head no no i was just i i got to see a ton of it and i was just i'm just highly impressed every year with how they do things it's just the best tournament ever created i will never say anything bad about it I, I don't say bad things about it. I can feel that shot from you. I suggested a few things they could do differently. That's all. I'm looking to improve. You know, that's you try. All. You try oh, every passion. year to get us to say bad things. And yeah, you no, I fail. Yeah, <laughs> you you will continue to fail. All right. Always good to talk to you, John. Thank you, buddy. All right, buddy. Have a great there night. You go. We'll see you. You know. You got to keep pushing the envelope for greatness is all I say. It's out there. Masters did it again. A tradition unlike any other. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. 
Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. All right, let's try to go ahead and hot call Andy Poland for the back half of today's Zabecast. By the way, new unit, who dis? The Tascam Mixcast 4. It's a direct competitor to the old Roadcaster Pro. I think I really, really like it. It's got a lot of features that the other one doesn't have. And uh, it could be the new go-to or one of the new go-tos for me. You know me with gear. Okay. Andy Poland Mobile. Here we go. See if this goes through. Oh, there you go. It's the Doc Severinsen version. Hello. Hello, Andy Poland. How are you, my friend? I am good. So uh, did you enjoy the Masters? It had Tiger just not late on Sunday. You know, I was watching him finish up, and he had the hat off, so you saw the Oh, wildly balding. I mean, giant bald spot. Right, and, and limping, and, you know, I, I at the gym, they have a lot of these car restoration shows on, you know, all the time, and, and, and I was just thinking, you know, if, if Tiger was like a vintage car, you could take him into the shop for a few weeks and just ver- restore him to, like, 2000, 2001 form, you know? <laughs> And it just would feel so good. Well, here's here's the thing about a lot of these vintage restored cars. They look beautiful yeah. on TV, and they look beautiful when you're walking by them at a car show. Get inside yeah. one and drive them. They don't, yeah. you know, they don't drive like the modern cars do today. But that said, what he did was damn impressive. That he played. Oh, yeah. I mean, for the fact that a week ago he was going game time decision, game right. time my ass. You were sandbagging us, pal. Well, did did you see the uh, hour special that Jim Nance did before? I did not, but I'm going to watch it. I, I had my fill of Tiger. See, the, the, the media, Andy, ruins Tiger for yeah. me because I believe I'm Tiger neutral. But <laughs> the media just slobbers all over him. I couldn't take any more Tiger, so I did not watch it. How was it? Well, it, it was very good, you know, and uh, he went through the whole – it was basically about the 25th anniversary and how it all unfolded and, you know, how he was able to uh, get in after – automatically qualifying for two straight years as the amateur champ. Now he comes in as a pro and, uh, and, and won it. But I heard Nance talking about the show when he was on with Rich Eisen this week, and he recorded the interview about a month ago in Florida, maybe two months ago. And Nance said at the time, he didn't include this in the show, but he said at the time, Tiger said, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm basically a weekend duffer now. You know, I can't hit it like I used to. And no, nah, I mean, no, nah, I'm a long ways away from being able to compete again. So, you know, even as of two months ago, he was saying that it was not going to happen. Yeah. And sandbagging. Yeah. he's sandbagging right. us. I so, guess. Yeah. So I, I just, I just talked, I just finished talking masters with uh, Ronas. So we're not going to go too deep into it unless you want to add a few things, but I did walk him through the fact that Amanda Balionis, now Amanda Renner, got yeah. majorly scooped by Kara Robinson 
of Sky Network about the key question, which is, well, when are you going to play next? Because Tiger right. said he will play the British for sure. That's mm-hmm. at the end of the rota now in early July. But he's not sure about anything in between. Why did Balionis not ask him that? This, this is a problem that a lot of interviewers have. They have two or three questions in their head, and they don't listen. <laughs> they're not listening to the answer because they're thinking about asking their next question. And yes, I mean, I was thinking the same thing when, when I'm watching that. When I'm he maybe, says, uh, I've got some things to work on, but I'm yeah. looking forward to it. It was red light. Hey, right. yeah. he, he's well, not, this was not a one-off. Right. And, and uh, all, while he was doing his thing, especially on Thursday, people were speculating, well, does this mean he's back full time? Is he going to play all the majors? Or is he just going to, you know, pick and choose? Is he going to play the Masters once a year, and that's pretty much it? Yeah, don't you want to know that? <laughs> I I would think, right? You would yeah. think that's the case. Now, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. You want to hear my theory on this? Because by Go the way, ahead. whether or not Balionis or Ms. Renner was just thinking of her next question and not picking up on the cues, it it is inconceivable to me that that's not the one and only question everyone who's a fan and a writer wants to know when are you playing next the most important thing he doesn't move mm-hmm. the needle in golf he is the needle all right yeah right. i think tiger told her look i owe kara a favor for the years that she's covered me please don't ask about where i'm going to play next i'm going to give that to her over on sky and that balionis and cbs being a good partner of the masters tournament exceeded to the five-time green jacket winner's request i'll hang up and listen to your answer to you. <laughs> you know you're you're a lot more familiar with the dynamics of this than i am <laughs> no but... it's a media thing andy it's a media thing don't you think that's, that's possible no i, I you don't. it's a major deal it's a major fail she failed people but she's fail. okay but she's not a journalist that's the okay. thing she well, is a then... presenter she's part of you know the zoo animals that CBS puts out there. I understand with but, Nance but, and Faldo. They're they're there to present a broadcast. They're not there to break stories. Okay, but but you have to be prepared for if it's a live interview for Tiger to say, "Look, I accomplished my goal. I got back out. I was in the field at the Masters. I made the cut. I'm done." You got to be prepared then to follow up for other things. You can't just go on to the I next know. question. And, I know. And, and I don't think she was listening well I, enough. Well, uh, then, you know, it, it was such an egregious miss that yeah. it, it, it really, if, if, if it wasn't prearranged, man, she should be really embarrassed because that's bashed. Okay. Yeah. That said, let's move on. Dwayne Haskins Jr., rest in peace. What shocking, terrible news. Saturday morning out of Florida, killed on the highway while he was going to work out at 6.30 a.m., hit by a dump truck. And I don't know if we've learned more about the particulars. The Highway Patrol statement on Saturday was pretty succinct, saying they don't know why he was out there on foot trying to cross southbound lanes of whatever major highway it was. Have Mm -hmm. you heard anything lately on a Sunday night? No, but the only thing that's been really, really puzzling to me in the Washington Post story, which was on the front page of the paper, yes, I get the actual newspaper. You're one of the uh, last few. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, but this sentence, 
A traffic homicide investigation yes. remains open, I according saw that. to a spokeswoman. I saw what that. I said homicide. Homicide. Yeah. Right. What does well, that mean? Uh, maybe it's because maybe it's like remember when Dante Stallworth yeah. killed yeah. killed a construction worker who right. was trying to cross a, you know over a concrete barrier in South Florida. Stallworth was coming home from being out that night, and he was slightly mm-hmm. over the legal limit. He really didn't hit the guy because he was drunk. It was a really bad case of, oh, shit, you're technically over the legal limit, and you didn't expect to see a guy, a pedestrian, jumping over concrete barriers running across six lanes of traffic. Sucks to be right. you. Maybe right. this is the, the, uh, the negative reverse of this. I don't know, but it, it is very strange, and someone who seemingly would make a better decision than that, uh, walking on the highway at 6.30 in the morning, to uh, was it a shortcut to get to the gym? Why wasn't I, he in his car? I don't I mean, know. A lot of questions Did he run here? out of gas? Did his car yeah. stall? You know, I recently had an incident where I was in Vegas with my buddy Kevin Workus, and his Porsche cut a tire on mm. southbound I-15 in Vegas. We pulled over in front of a merge point with another big highway that was merging onto this major highway. This is 2 a.m., Andy. 2 a.m. in Vegas, right? Major Mm. highway. We're at the little V point where the two lanes come together, and we're backed up against a concrete barrier. So we've Mm -hmm. got a little bit of protection, but it wasn't a whole lot. Well, we were waiting for a tow truck. I got out of the car, and I was dead-ass tired and soon to be hungover. And I walked across outside of the entire highway and stood clear out of the way because I didn't feel comfortable in that spot. Well, you, you were nervous about crossing uh, Rockville Pike back in the day. So and I, I still am. And you, dumb dumb, are going to get dump trucked yourself if you don't respect traffic more. You walk across the street like you own it, buddy. Well, yeah. People I mean, aren't paying I, attention. They're they're I texting. Am. They're fiddling with their radios and everything else. So, so we don't know. We don't know any more about this. However, no. fallout on two fronts. Gil Brandt and Adam Schefter. No. Oh, my God. You would have thought that Adam Schefter had said Dwayne Haskins got what he had coming. All yeah. Schefter said was Dwayne Haskins drafted in the first round of Ohio, out of Ohio State who struggled to catch on with the Washington football team uh, and then later was with the Steelers, was killed this morning in an accident. That's all it was. Struggled to catch on. And man, did the NFL players savage Adam Schefter. The Twitter mob went crazy over that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have as, as an issue with that. And, uh, and I put out something myself uh, later in the evening and got a big backlash on that too. Oh, uh, you joined the fray, huh? What no, did I you did, say? I, I said, look, I said, you know, that there was a hot button issue uh, in his rookie year that he was taking selfies right. when he should have been taking the final snap. Uh, but I also said it appeared that everybody, he was very well liked and he wanted to be liked. And I think if you look at his yes. run in Washington, that was very symbolic of, of what happened here is that that he had some maturity issues, uh, but he did really want to be liked by the fan base. And unlike other quarterbacks, some of them who have washed out here, like Jeff George, uh, you never heard anybody, at least I didn't hear anybody say that he was a bad person or a bad teammate or anything like well, that. It they, was Yeah, they, they liked him. People liked yeah. him, but they all realized he doesn't quite get it. 
He doesn't. Right. I mean, and, this is the same kid who said league done messed up on right. draft it, night. Same it, it was, guy was, who charged 50 bucks uh, for a right. bowling alley party on draft night. I mean, just, it was a perfect storm for him to come here because he came to a team where the coaching staff didn't want him and the owner did. It was in the town that he was a high school football star and had plenty of people uh, to provide distractions for him. And, it, who, of all the, and who played with him on that high school team? But you know, the son. No, I, no, I don't think he played. I think oh, they went to. Didn't play. They, Sorry, they, he didn't play. They overlapped. They, they overlapped. Right. And I think they, I don't even think they were. The okay, same but, Dan age, Snyder's, but Dan Snyder's son went to the same private right. high school as Dwayne right. Haskins. So there was that connection there as well. And Snyder right. basically said, step aside, Leroy Jenkins, I'm going in. I want this guy. Uh, obviously, uh, Gruden didn't want him, and he was mm-hmm. dead on arrival because of all those factors. Right, and and then, and I'll throw this in too. This is this is modern sports too. He only started for one year, and when you p- start for Ohio State, you got maybe two, three max tough games a year. Sure. So you you roll up these stats, and the problem is if he stays another year, which probably would have helped them. People begin to see flaws, sure. and he would have gone from um, a certain first-round pick to maybe a third-round pick, and it cost him money. So he wasn't ready to come out. When he comes out, he goes to the absolutely positively worst team he could possibly go to, and you know things kind of disintegrate from there. He needed to go to a place where a coach was going to say to him, look, I took, a, I took a chance on you, but you're not ready. Yeah. And we're going to make sure you're ready. And I'm going to see you in the film room at 6 a.m. And you're going to stay all day. No, he was, he was, it was known from the beginning that he wasn't putting in the time. And then he went through three coaches in the first two years. When he was put into play, he was put into play by Jay Gruden coming off the bench when he wasn't ready to do that. Right. I mean, everything lined up against him. But, you know, he was also in a position where he had to get out of school and go in and, and, and be a part of the NFL. So it, it, it just was never going to work from the beginning. And, you know, he's to blame, but the organization is to blame, too. Till we know what happened, it's, it's you know, you got you to gotta hold your horses just a bit. He could have been on the side of the road. His car could have broken down. He could have had flares and warning signs yeah. up. And the truck and the dump truck driver might have been drunk, might have swerved clearly over and hit him. We don't know that. Or, or he could have been walking across the highway with his headphones on, looking at his phone. I have no idea. Have we no have idea, no idea. They, it doesn't matter. The scope of the tragedy is still awful. 24-year-old yeah. guy, uh, family, uh, very well loved by people. That said, on the Adam Schefter front, how much damage did this do to him? He just signed a new, massive, insanely oh, I, overpriced deal to stay at ESPN. Yeah. I, I mean, how I, much I, damage? he took the tweet. He took the tweet down, but I think... I oh, think damage is done. Damage yeah. is done. Like, it's going to be hard for him to get stuff from players now because he is so know. hated. I don't no? know about that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So you don't and, think there'll be anything. The, the Gil Brandt thing was, was really awful. That was Have bad. you heard the audio? Yes, I have. Let me play the audio because when you read what he said, it comes off as very callous. When you hear what he said, you realize there's a lot of compassion still in there. Got to know the the young man a little bit, but also from a scouting standpoint, you were you, you uh, analyzed him over the years at Ohio State and, and coming into league with the Washington Commanders and then going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, it's a terrible tragedy, and and what wanted your thoughts on that, and also on the player because you did chronicle his career very closely. 
Well, you know, Dan, uh, I hate... Who's his co-host, by the way? This is on Sirius XM NFL Network. Yeah, Dan, Dan Leberfeld. I know him. Okay. I've known him a right. long time. All right, well, here's the... Before I let you play, hear this, uh, everyone hear this, you've heard it, but I'll, before I play it, one, he's 90. That's yeah. a problem. 90-year-olds mm-hmm. speak, and they don't really think about things. Secondly, his host should not have launched into a tell-me-about-him-as-a-player. They should have, even though that's what they do on that channel, mm-hmm. you say, I, I don't want to talk about him as a player. A young man lost his life. His family is grieving. It's, we're not going to talk about how good he was or what he wasn't good at. Like, he should have yeah. just declined to go into it, but he did because he's 90, and this is what they did. Anytime anybody is killed or anybody dies, uh, but he was a guy that was living to be dead, so to speak. That's pretty much. Uh, you know, they That's told bad. him, don't, under any circumstances, leave school early. You just you just don't have the work habits. You don't have this. You don't have that. Is that true? They told him, don't leave? Don't leave Ohio State? Yeah. Is that, that I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's as well established as Brant says. What did he do? Left school early. Uh, I always can remember this. Uh, we invited players to the draft, and he was one of the players we invited to the draft. And uh, he, we were told, "No, uh, uh, we're uh, we're going to have our own party." His own party was uh, a party at the bowling alley, charged him fifty bucks to get into the bowling alley for his party. Uh, it was always something, you know. It, it's it's one of those things. Uh, I'm never offside, but they keep calling me for offside. Is what it is. So, you know, it, it's a tragic thing. Anytime anybody dies, it's tragic, and, and especially it's when showing you're compassion there. years old and you got yeah. to hold your whole life ahead of you. Uh, but um, you know, maybe if he'd have stayed in school a year, uh, he wouldn't do silly things. I mean, I don't. When you're jogging on a highway, uh, you know, on a road like that, that leaves it open because I tell you, it's so. The guy has two drinks and he's just a little bit to to the right side of the road and, and gets hit and killed. It's easy to happen. See, now, he thought that when he heard he was training, that that's what he was doing. He was jogging, that he was actually training on the highway. He got bad information there, or maybe that's not the – like, he's speculating without knowing the full facts. But the, okay, the but sharp the comments term- of – he was living, living to, to be dead, living to be yeah, dead is dead. very cold and callous and no yeah. amount of soft words of it's always very tragic. And then right. the speculation of if he had stayed in Ohio State for another year, this wouldn't have happened. You know, a judge would say, uh, you know, rejected, you know, sustained, you know, that's hearsay or that's well, speculation. Also, also remember uh, his coach, who we've now learned is a very, very low character. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer yeah, bag was, of shit. Was, yeah, was retiring or whatever. Uh, he was leaving. So, you know, he was going to have to play for a new coach, whoever, or, or the coach, I guess, who stayed on as the, the assistant who took over. But the point is, I mean, uh, you know, the, everything, the way it was lining up because of the money, he had to go. I mean, that's yeah. just the financial reality of things. And, and, it, was, it, was it, was, and it was justified by being, you know, by being a first-round pick, even though yeah. he went to a team whose coach didn't want him. Right. It was yeah. still I mean, that, ultimately that, the right thing to do. So I mean, how many how many organizations are there in in the NFL where the coaching staff says we've looked at the film, we don't want them, and the owner says take them anyway? How many how many situations are like that? Well, you got to have a uniquely fucked up one like the Washington Commanders have yeah. with old Dan may Snyder. Have, may have worked that way when uh, back in the day with the Raiders, Al Davis, but I don't know if it works that way now. Yeah.
And uh, you can uh, close the curtain on the Wizards' season. Finish 12 games under 500. Miss the playoffs yet again. The Wiz, as they Worst always are. defensively at, in the end. They started out good, and they were worse than they were last year. They've got, they were terrible. They've got Bradley Beal for the moment, and eventually they're going to get rid of him, and the perpetual cycle of suckitude shall continue. Right? Mm, well, I think Beal's coming back, but... You know, no, I know he's coming thought. back, but I mean, he—they're going to trade him at some point. They have to, don't they? Uh, if if he signs that max deal, he's not going to be tradable because you're talking two hundred forty million dollars. Yeah. Well, unlike Westbrook and unlike John Wall, he'd be a max deal guy. I think some teams would want, but oh well, the beat goes on. All right, mm-hmm. Andy, uh, I know you're going down to see the cherry blossoms by the Tidal Basin. You being a big fan of them, <laughs> standing in long lines and traffic just to see flowering trees that uh, yes. lose their flowers in a week. <laughs> and guess what? There are cherry blossom trees around here. They're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. All right, Andy, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. All right, Jeff. Take care. There you go. See you later. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Mr. Tascam Mixcast 4. You did great on the first Zabecast with the new equipment. I'll give you more details on this equipment as we go forward. Have yourself a great Monday. The NBA playoffs are set. We're going to get into that. The draft is within two weeks, uh, and here we go. Springtime is a-coming. Thanks for listening. Tell a few friends, rate and review, and we will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.